Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our podcast from Seeds Job Fair. I'm your host, Rafiq, part of the co-founder as well. And we have Azfar and also Zawi, who are also co-founders of Seeds Job Fair. You guys introduce yourself. Yeah, man. Want to go first, man? Me? Okay. Um, we also have Zayana today, okay, Rafiq? Don't, don't mm-hmm. forget her. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah so we have Zayana. I'm here supporting my good friend Rafiq for his short snare podcast. Let's go, Rafiq. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Tunggasi, Tunggasi. That's what we want from our bros. Huh? Okay, Zawi. <laughs> All right. So, it's uh, today's, this podcast is called Tech Time. Uh, right? <laughs> right? Yes. No? Yes. It's called All right. This Tech Tarik Session. Tech yeah, so session. a disclaimer for everybody, we are actually doing. Uh... Hello, Zoe. <laughs> oh my god, Zoe, yeah. you, you, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You've been stuck, but that's, it's okay. That, go on. That's technology, though, right? Rapid. Okay. Okay. Let's take that, guys. <laughs> okay, we move to our topic. <laughs> Oh, yes, Rafiq. What's the topic for tonight? Wait, that way. Sama-sama, Rafiq. It's okay. Just, just continue. Okay. Okay. Um. So, we're going to move forward. So, the reason why we are having this podcast sebenarnya adalah we want to talk about something that all of us love, which is about technology. And for this podcast, we are focusing on blockchain. Am nice. I right, Aiman? Yes, and yes. Me and Aiman, we have been trying to understand blockchain for a while now since our time in college. And so far, it's been confusing. It's been a confusing journey. It is. We never really have a concrete answer on how blockchain is going to be like. And that's why it has been a discussion. Uh, and before I move forward, I think uh, I no. want to share this thing. How? Hey, I, Zoe, Zoe just came back. No. Hello, hello. Yes, uh, we yes. can hear you. Hold on. Zawis Lamini. Zawis Lamini kutuk my internet. <laughs> right now, his internet paling sucks. Uh. So, I was thinking about showing this, this video. I'm not sure if you guys can hear. I really like this podcast from Joe Rogan with Dr. Ben. And Dr. Ben? Who's Dr. Ben? Dr. Ben, and just a sec, share computer sound. Uh, he's the guy who who's really into blockchain, and he's an expert in AI as well. And he, I don't really know a lot about him, but I, I really so, like so, his thought process in this podcast. Okay. Participate so, and right. use each other's work. Right, right. Right. Um, but blockchain but is confusing for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah. Could you explain Probably. that? Sure. I mean, block blockchain itself is is almost a misnomer. So we're confused. Okay. Things are confusing at, at at every level, right? So <laughs> we can should start with the idea of a distributed ledger, which is basically like a distributed Excel spreadsheet or database. It's just a store of information 
which is not stored just in one place, but there's copies of it in a lot of different places. Every time my copy of it is updated, everyone else's copy of it has, has, has got to be updated. And then, then there's various bells and whistles like sharding where, you know, it could be broken in many pieces and each piece is stored many places or something. So that's a distributed ledger and that's just distributed computing. Now, what, what makes it more interesting is when you layer decentralized control onto that. So imagine you have this distributed Excel spreadsheet or distributed database. There's copies of it stored in a thousand places. But to update it, you need like 500 of those thousand people who own the copies to vote, yeah, let's do that update, right? Mm. So then, then you have a distributed store of data and you have like a democratic voting mechanism to determine when all those copies can get, can get updated together, right? So then, then what you have is a data storage and update mechanism that's controlled in a democratic way by the group of participants rather than by any one central controller. And that, that can have all sorts of advantages. I mean, for one thing, it means that, you know, there's no one controller who can go rogue and screw with all the data without telling anyone. It also means there's no one who some lunatic can go hold a gun to their head and shoot them for, for what data updates were made because, you know, it's controlled democratically by, by everybody, right? It has a So that's pretty much the short introductory about blockchain actually so nice. that everyone can have uh, can have the idea on the same page what we're going to talk about and why we think it's the most awesome thing that's happening in our generation yeah that's, and I, that's pretty awesome Rafi it, thanks for for that because you know the, the thing about blockchain right what I, what I hear from buzz and stuff especially when it was you know just out like a few years ago it was like still hot in media. I think it's still hot in media right now. It's more about like cryptocurrencies and stuff, and you know, Bitcoin was especially the the number one thing. I know I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one who's out there who thinks that okay, uh, blockchain equals to cryptocurrencies. A lot of people are really thinking like that actually, because the only thing that that is making buzz using blockchain is just Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency, usually in in finance lah. But remember Zawe, yang kita bincang, we were talking about the business application. So technically like, so another thing that we want to do this podcast is the discussion on how to apply it to business. And nice. Zawe okay. gave a really good idea, which is to tokenize lembu, tokenize <laughs> cows in Malaysia. I don't think it's a really stupid I think, I think, idea. I think, I think it's a great some... idea. Like a background story lah, kenapa that idea came about. Sebab Rafiq, you've been spending your days jaga lembu, betul tak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it, was, yeah. it was actually a joke. It started as a joke, right? So Rafiq was... It's joke than serious. He was, he was actually... Uh, he came back here not so long ago. And now he's back at his uh, parents' place. He's taking care of the cows every evening. Especially at 4 o'clock. Because we have stand-up at that time. And one day... And you know how... Yeah, so very enthusiastic on um you know uh, blockchain so I, I was searching on about crypto cows because you know i was like a joke and sent it to him so <laughs> apparently it turned out to be a serious discussion rather than a joke which is kind of funny which is true yeah which is true because it because we're thinking about trying to use hard asset because usually in blockchain especially in a new ecosystem decentralized finance near uh, usually use the token to 
prove ownership of digital asset. But it's really hard so far. To, people try to use blockchain to prove ownership of hard asset like cows and real estate, something like gold, even though we, we also can use blockchain using that, but it's never taken off. So that's why we can have this uh, discussion as well. Yeah, Iman. Should you explain, Skate, like, um, how's the family business with cows? Like, how do you guys generate money? Do oh. you guys sell the cows? Do you guys lease the cows? Should we share, Skate? Yeah, besides okay, from what... the <laughs> every evening. <laughs> okay, from what I discover, from what, from people yang I pernah cakap semua kat sini, most of the cows yang diorang jaga, they don't actually own it. It's actually they owned by actually someone else. Own it. So people yeah. will take care of other people's cow? Yes, that's what oh. is happening. It's a normal business around Malaysia. I think it's a normal business around Southeast Asia as well. And the way they do this is that, so my dad, but they, he just reached out to like close family or close friends if they really want to have a cow as their own investment in the future. So they, they invest their money to my dad and then my dad beli lembu and then he takes care of the lembu and in the future with with hope in the future they can sell it back with higher price and some of the percentage will go to my dad lah and then the profits will go to the owner the the people who invest in that cow and all of this thing done using verbal agreement and not through like any papers at all it's quite interesting. So they they built based on trust, hundred percent trust. I see. Yeah. So I think I think this will if everything is based on just trust, it's it, it will be an issue, and I think it is an issue. So a lot of things can happen, and there's no together. Right? So, but how come? How how does blockchain and cows mix together? Like I don't see how that works. Okay, this is how, okay, I I remember that you you were talking about these things Zawi, that you want to have like another business that handle the cows ownership. Uh-huh. To be honest, you can do it without the blockchain, but mm-hmm. that means that you are responsible to be the mediator, the ownership, and also the data being uh, hold by you. So even though it mm-hmm. seems like a simple it, business, yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from. But you need to put, yeah, but you need to put a lot of assurance that you can handle the information so it involves mm-hmm. cyber security and it's okay also okay. okay okay i want to stop you there but how do you convince okay. uh, a machi in your kampong that oh auntie ini cyber security mentok I, I don't think that kind of conversation can can be advertised if a lot of people lah uh, frankly said macam people trust your dad that's good Tapi, what if he wants to pass it down to you or to your family member? Ke? Do you think that trust will be easily transferable? Itu ah, I think. I mean, you guys. Business so, lembu, eh. this business lembu is like really human nature kind of business, and yeah. blockchain is not the main uh, value proposition on doing that business. Pun sama, it's just a value proposition for but, you yeah. to do operationally. But Zawi, I think the idea is good. Okay, I've always wanted to invest in lembu. I have no idea how. Hey, inf- no my idea dad, how. Yeah. invest my dad. Invest my dad, <laughs> Abu. 
So I think if you can um if so okay so blockchain ada banyak type of token kan Rafiq. So like uh-huh. if you can assign a lembu to a token, I can share that token with my friends. And that in that token, they put the information of the people yang beli lembu tu and also the state of the lembu. Betul tak? Uh-huh. And in a sense if I have ha like hundred of of set tokens, I can just pass the token to other people without mm-hmm. telling your dad betul lah yes okay. i think another thing that you can do the best thing about using blockchain as well it is fully automated on how you audit the information inside that token so my mm. if everything about how you transfer the token you can transfer it to someone in australia you can transfer it to everyone else yeah in my dad i in the in people the farmers punya eyes they only see that oh someone has ownership of that lembu. They don't need to think about don't, that don't token about being transferred. Yeah. Yeah. Itu pun dah remove a lot of um, clerical work. So. Yeah. If you want yeah. to do a business without using mm-hmm. blockchain, meaning that you don't need to update it manually. Or maybe you have yeah, automated software, but you need to figure out the cybersecurity part. But then again, okay, so imagine if, you know, Pakcik Halim from, he's probably from Johor, right? And he owns uh-huh. one, crypto cow or one of these tokens of cows right and then own the business then how do i how do i know that you know who can i pay to because who they can own, you pay to yeah right because imagine i've already sold this cow because you know buy a schedule okay. i have to uh, sell this cow then how do i transfer the money to that person so how you, you the transfer the money to okay. the cow Yeah, so imagine um, you are the, you are the penterna. Yeah, okay. Imagine Zayana has one of Zayana, the cow eh? oh, tokens, Zayana. right? Oh, yeah, Everyone, Zayana is in the there. podcast. In case okay. you guys don't know, Zayana is in the podcast. Okay, so Zayana, you have uh, one of the cow tokens, and I own the. Oh, okay, interesting. I'm selling the cow, and you know, I have this money. Who do I pay to? Because everyone's holding okay. the. Token. Who I can pay? To. Okay. That's so, a good question. That's a good, good question as well. As always. <laughs> so far. <laughs> but no, it's because the, the problem with blockchain actually is the transfer of money. Yeah, because we can do the transfer of money using cryptocurrency. It's easy when every, because even cryptocurrency is inside the same blockchain, the exchange can be done uh, between cryptocurrency and the ownership of, of the token. But the problem is that a lot of Malaysians don't really use cryptocurrency as a means of exchange. Mm-hmm. So you need to have a better way of yeah. transferring uh, from the token into measuring it. So I, I, okay, okay, go on. I suggest that we should have a cryptocurrency that's being backed, packed by measuring it. So a stable coin for measuring it. โอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเคโอเค
Aduh, Aiman pula. Aiman you lagging. You lagging. Anyway, kalau you can convince that vending machine company to accept your token, your crypto, Malaysia you value for that. Okay. Uh-huh. Tak like lah. Hello, 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 okay, okay, okay. Hello, hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you lose me, ah? What did you lose me? Uh, A lot, guys. The, the starting of the vending machine in Australia. The starting of Switzerland. I remember Switzerland. What's Switzerland? Is it Switzerland? Wait, there's no Switzerland ah? Oh, I thought you said Australia. <laughs> Technology. Australia. So imagine Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Imagine blockchain messes the whole thing, right? And this is just Zoom. Okay, okay, man. You you were saying no, about no, Switzerland. No. Did you see Switzerland or not? Just now. Oh, I man, too. Yeah, he's restarting. Okay. Uh. Australia. I think you were saying about Australia and Switzerland. Uh, yeah. You were saying that the exchange will the exchange accept our token, the the to, the cow token, Malaysian cow token, to be exchanged in their vending machine. Is that what your question? Betul lah, betul lah, betul lah. Um, so kalau But, if you do it in Australia or New Zealand, it makes sense to own a crypto cow token if it can be traded to other goods. But now tak ada. So even if you do it in Malaysia untuk bisnes lembu tu, you have to think about um, what is the use of that crypto cow token. Is it only to uh, make sure that the, the business is efficient, or you have other goals to that token lah? Financial I instrument. Lah. I yeah. I think financial instrument, saying that uh, it's a stock, looking at it as a stock as a future uh, profit. <laughs> investment okay so the nature of investing in you know livestock or yeah good anything right um so especially like so when i purchase one token ideally when i purchase i should start for example maybe it's like what and i want to cash out i want to sell it back six months after or one year after it should be about 2000 for example so the question is can each of this token be valued um, differently based on the particular cows rather than it being centralized for all the value because it could be a problem wouldn't it uh so that 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 would be the technical question because even smart contracts have many type of tokens we mm-hmm. have erc20 token which is a fungible token meaning that one token will equal to another token the token mm-hmm. of the same species will be equal to the will be equal to each other but We have another token called NFT, non-fungible token. So imagine token kita, number token kita, crypto cows. Okay. So I produce one token. This token will have different value than another crypto cows that will be produced. Because we can put certain information, certain data dalam that token to uh, differentiate each other. Macam baka. We need to know the baka of the lembu. Is it a good baka? And then... Um, the size of the meat, I don't know. What else? Ah, yang basically lembu, cantua. So each token would diet. Different. Diet, what they eat, apa semua. And Age. I think the biggest problem, kalau nak guna blockchain pun, we need to have a trust. Ah, uh, daripada party, daripada farmers, to put the right information on that token. Itu yeah. Itu so, memang. Some the farmers can put 
like baka terbaik dalam muka bumi ni kan macam eh bukan baka ni kat US je tiba letak bison nobody macam boleh question <laughs> yeah betul juga i mean that that is a real okay that obviously but without blockchain would already be an issue kan from the start because uh, you know especially bila kita tak teknologi and then penjaga lembu ni okay because you know i live in the rodinians near curling and i know people are curling on mm. lembu I doubt they even use a phone to keep track of any site type of information. I don't know how your dad keeps the types of cards, but to oh, have he keeps it in kinship. His head, as well. Exactly right. So these people are not from the start, and we want them to put utilize a very forward technology. I could see that being an issue, unless I think unless they don't. That way, they use oh. simple, but we're the ones who are actually managing. I wanna, I wanna ask something. I wanna ask something. So for Zawi and for Rafiq, so are the cows insured? Well, supposedly it should oh, be. We can. If we can, it should insured, be insured. Ah, yeah, but I. So there are. If you can. Okay, there are insurances for uh, agriculture and livestock, but it really depends on the business itself. Mm-hmm. So, Want it to be insured or not? But I don't know about Rafik's, uh, you know, dad's uh, business. Are if- yo yo? Why are you dragging my dad, bro? But yeah, he's <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry, no. Rafik, what, what do you think? Ah, uh, Rafik, oh, your dad uh, huh? ada insurance tak? So what if I I buy the lembu and the lembu sakit? Cuma oh. I do good. I don't think no. so. It's a small, <laughs> don't know, okay. uh, small, small kandang as well, actually. Yeah. And that's the thing though. Banyak agak small kandang, uh, small farmers yang lembu kat Malaysia ni. And they don't really think about expanding it. And that's why they yeah. don't really use oh, powerful no technology to keep updates and stuff. They just use their head. To them, having lembu is just um, It is also a risk lah. Kalau dah tak insurance, not only to them, but also to the investors. It's a risk. Dude, I I talked to my dad about that too, and he was like, "Kalau jadi jadi, it's just lembu." You know, it's like their own mindset. Yeah. But if this crypto if, token, if, I mean, in an ideal mm-hmm. world, lah, if it's properly recorded, properly distributed with proper economics, I think that gives access for data for insurance to also enter. Because right mm-hmm. now there's just no mm-hmm. way to keep track of whatever's going on with the cows. I think it it can also be a good national agenda as well. Cool. You know, like if national agenda was saying like, oh, we need to help people luar bandar, memperkasakan ekonomi luar bandar. The best way is like to transfer money from urban to luar bandar with using using token. I guess is the yeah. best way. I think Zawi, that's what you mentioned again today. Um, sebab let's be honest, yang yang probably invest a lot of time in crypto are probably those in the urban areas. But yes, if correct. we can make people yeah, in urban area. areas interested in investing in livestock through crypto, that's good. Ah, it's like transfer of money to the rural areas. Exactly, and yeah. especially because yeah. like, yeah, especially because like, like you know these days. Hello. Okay. Who's oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so yeah, that's true. Because you know, especially these days, uh, a lot of people. You know they are looking more towards technology, 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 and you know, things that relates to this office work. They don't really focus much on traditional basic stuff. You know, like cultures, um, agriculture, especially. And you know, I actually read the news um, about 
the, the you know the new startups, the new segments of business in, in agriculture, especially in Malaysia. So there are a few new technologies that's coming up, and you know people are you know it's still early, but people are putting a lot of focus. One is actually uh, the tracking system for agriculture, you know, like sayur sayur, lembu lembu, and whatnot. One one another one is actually insurance, which is which is quite interesting, right? Because that's new. I used to think that maybe insurance for agriculture should have been in you know like in one of the early things because agriculture oh. never it never went back. It's, it's keep on going forward and forward, right? But it's funny how only these days we have insurance in agriculture. Yeah, but but I think yeah, you're right. I mean, this this is actually especially I think if we could keep a good. It could be the model, though. Mm. Yeah, it could be like imagine mm-hmm. if the logist. Okay, we have the 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 digital ledger for these cows and any. Um, we know the, the situation, the condition. Now all this data can actually be used by the insurance company to. It means can we can keep assess. a private network. Our own private network, but then the insurance have to trust our data, lah. Yeah. And then we, each, uh, and then it's just that every purchase of of the lembu, ada at scale small percentage of the premium, and yeah. technically. Yeah, exactly. Private network. Hmm. Tak, okay, let's not go there yet. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not go there yet. Okay, Rafiq. Okay. Uh, alright. So we already passed like our time. Maybe each one of you guys can wrap up what you guys think so far. Our discussion just now. Right. Maybe so I, I might I... will start first. I might get started. I might. Oh, Zoe oh. won't start. Go ahead. Go ahead. Man. No, no, no. Go ahead. Man. Okay, go okay, ahead, okay, man. okay. I, I, yeah. I think talking about blockchain ni senang lah. But I think implementing it is very hard. How do you explain to different stakeholders that you need this technology? Even though it might seem super obvious. Um, if things are not broken, why fix? Um, tapi I do believe in an ideal world if blockchain or crypto lembu can be implemented. You can see a great transfer of um, asset and and money from the urban areas to rural areas, and also gives access to um, other financial um, institutions such as insurance, ke bank, to also look into these industries and to also give it the modern punya take lah. But I think it'll be hard. So yeah, yeah. True. So hmm. I think I think for me is that. You know, blockchain is you know is good. It's it's out there. It's good, but I think it's still looking for a really the a footing that it really fits where it goes. And uh, talking about this, you know, crypto cows and all these cows and agricultural things, I think the real um help or utilization of this uh, blockchain will only be in the logistic things. So once it mm. the logistic, I think it will benefit the farmers, investors. The um, insurance people, the things like you know halal certificates, so all these things could benefit. But I do also think that they can also live without the blockchain. I don't think it's ready yet to be an essential thing, but it could be like a uh, added innovation that helps. How can it be ready if we don't try? Chill, the last thing. Okay. <laughs> I I think uh, so far from our discussion, there are a lot of things that need to be considered, and I still believe, sepenuh hatinya, pasal stable coin measuring it. Uh. 
<laughs> we need to ask someone dalam community to to push that uh, if we really want to utilize this technology. Yeah, we could try having someone in in that field in this podcast to talk, to talk about how do you make a stable coin? It's really a coin yang tak volatile sangat. Yeah, oh, I I know I know we have some friends from you know certain organizations can help us with this. Betul ga betul ga. I was think tak pernah tahu pun kenapa dalam community didn't like push that. Maybe they already push that, but usually things are got. Maybe they just no demand. Bank negara. Maybe they just no demand with Malaysia ringgit, you know. Yeah, I mean we're still okay. we're still you know not lah merangka, but still walking slowly in terms of uh, yeah. And e money and stuff, you know. So I think people might like rather than blockchain. Even an e wallet concept pretty pretty alien to a lot of people here in Malaysia. Imagine yeah. trying to say to them, "Oh, crypto wallet, bro." What? Yeah, I mean, it is it is going it's going, it's going better. But urban areas, yes. But what about rural areas? You know, it needs to be a different thing. All right, I guess we we're gonna end our podcast and thank you everyone for listening. I'm not sure if everything that we just said just now really informative for you guys because we just talk about cows and token and blockchain. So that's the three big words for our podcast now. But maybe in the future we can talk a little bit more about this technology. There's so many things that are happening for in this ecosystem. We haven't even touched about decentralized finance. That's actually a Uh, something that are interesting that is coming up to our community as well. Yeah. So I think IPFS so is also cool, kind of thing. IPFS is pretty pretty cool. Gilir nak mampus. Okay, but that's gonna be the topic next time. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye. All right. All right bye. Bye.